Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. I am your host, Adam Castor. I'm here as always with my co-host, Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how are you? Hi, Adam. Fine. How are you? <laughs> Good. I'll just say this before we, sure. before we go in. Yeah. You're always very... You know, before we should we start recording, we're always very happy and excited. And, you know, Debatable, messing around, <laughs> messing around. Debatable. But as soon as I hit that record button, it seems like you're just like, "Oh, hi, Adam, how's it going?" <laughs> yeah, because it's like because it's like I'm supposed to pretend like this is the first time I've seen you when we've been talking and bullshitting for the last twenty minutes, breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> hi, Adam. That's fair. <laughs> Had to be very formal. Had to be very formal and act like we just we just got on, and just started having this conversation. Hi, Adam. How are you? <laughs> Haven't asked that question twenty minutes ago. I'm good. For that's wonderful. About the same as I was uh, twenty minutes ago. We definitely weren't talking about the New York Rangers before we came on or anything. So if you want to have the conversation about the New York Rangers, let's have it. <laughs> for sure. Uh, oh God. Oh, we're going to hell already. But there is some good news. There is some programming adjustments, folks. Guess what? Mock draft day is today. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Um, so, Adam, do you want to tell the listeners what the plan is for the next two months or you want me to do it? I think you should do it. Okay. Because you know it better than I do. Okay. So. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, for the next month or so, we're going to be doing a lot of different things that don't necessarily link up together. It's going to be a bunch of random shows and basically doing things that Adam and I want to sort of do. So we'll be looking back. We'll be looking forward, but it won't be really in any continuous order. There won't be any like mini series or anything like, like that. Um, what we are going to do for the month of March and then the middle part of April is we're going to be going division by division, one division a day to really cover all the bases of each position once free agency starts, which will be really, really helpful in terms of figuring out where everyone is going to go and basically giving a 2021 outlook, so to speak, of each player on each team that is of course beneficial to our lives also sprinkled in there the first week of march is going to be a there's going to be a free agency prediction show uh if you listen to the basement talk podcast from believe that's going to come out thursday night this will probably be released probably thursday afternoon so you'll hear this before you hear basement talk podcast Jake and I did something very similar to that on the Basement Talk podcast. You know, that will be heard there, but we'll do something similar to that here in terms of more fantasy relevant players. So Basement Talk podcast, we covered a lot of defensive players, whereas here we'll be covering strictly offensive fantasy relevant players, if that makes any sense. Adam, am I saying this correctly in a in a language that everyone can easily understand in the words of uh, living color cult of personality fantastic song by the way yes i okay. will say that yes okay. people understand you know the difference between the defensive players and the offensive skill positions that are more pertinent to fantasy football so what we'll be doing you know the, the difference between us and the actual basement talk podcast that was done that's going to be released thursday is we're covering just offensive players. Basement Talk Podcast is covering offensive and defensive. But so like Allen Robinson will be double dipped. Of course, we'll be talking about Allen Robinson here. But, you know, you won't be hearing about Justin Simmons on here, let's say. Then once we get that done, then it's time to focus strictly on the NFL draft. So it's going to be a five-show miniseries thereabouts of quarterback preview, running back preview, wide receiver preview, tight end preview, and then defensive player preview potentially will do on here. 
And then it all culminates at the end where we'll actually do a Basement Talk podcast fantasy show and a Basement Talk podcast. We'll bring that all together for one big mock draft. That'll only be probably, that'll be like one big episode that week. Of God, have we learned shows. our lesson? Have we learned our lesson from last time that we had three people on doing a mock draft? Well, I think what we could also do, we, what we could also do for that is just cut it up into two parts if we really wanted to. I think we should do that. We just do, do a that. half and a half. One to 16, 16 to 32. Yeah. Or we, or, or 17 to 32. Or we record the whole thing. One half be on the basement talk podcast fantasy show. The other half, be released to the Basement Talk podcast. Well, that would be something. Filling content for both shows. Love to say it. So, yeah, and that's basically going to be the the plan. And then once after the draft is done, it's going to be looking at where the dust the dust is settled and looking at winners, losers, and things like that. And before you know it, we're in May. We're in May. So, um. It's going to be an exciting next two months or so for uh, for the Basement Talk podcast family of podcasts. Of course, the uh, the Basement Talk podcast debate is out. Adam and I had a very passionate debate about one Sir Thomas Brady. Great guy. Awful human. <sighs> Adam, please stop degrading yourself like that on this podcast. We're here for positivity. I don't want to hear you talk down about yourself. Don't let it happen again. Are you implying that I'm Tom Brady? Because I hate Tom Brady. No, I'm saying that you talked about yourself and you said that you're horrible. That's not nice. You're oh, no. a great you're you're a great person. I know that. But Tom Brady isn't. Disgraceful. 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 Um, but yeah, that that's that's basically gonna be the content for the next two months or so. And um so just stay tuned and, and buckle up. And then, of course, uh, the Quiz Potational will be coming back uh, in due course. The uh, debates are going to be fired up again. And, um, yeah, that's, that's going to be kind of that. But we're we're in the here and now. So, uh, Adam, would you like to do our first one? Let's do it. We are <gasps> doing the Travis Kelsey mock draft promised Travis Kelsey mock draft. So we are drafting ninth overall out mm-hmm. of 10 teams. This yep. is a full point PPR draft. No defense, no kicker. One quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one Travis Kelsey, one flex, and six bench spots. One Travis Kelsey, yes. <laughs> For our purposes, it is Quarterback, running back, two running back, three wide receiver, one Travis Kelsey. One yes, four. correct. Correct. And then six bench spots. We're also not drafting a defense or uh, or a kicker. I already said that, but yeah. I'm just making sure, reiterating okay. the point. Reiterating. Also, it's, a, it's, a, it's a regular old snake draft as well. Yes, correct. All right. So you want to start? Yes, let's do All it. All right, let's do it. Start your draft. By the way, we are doing this on, uh, on Fantasy Pro, so shout out all the homies. At uh, at Fantasy Pros for uh, for hooking us up with the uh, with the draft wizard. Okay, okay, interesting. Very, very, very interesting. To the draft board. Let's see how this first round went out. So to the draft board. To the draft board. Christian McCaffrey went one point oh one. Saquon Barkley went second overall. That is surprising. Uh, Alvin Kamara went 1.03, Dalvin Cook 1.04, Devontae Adams 1.05, Derek Henry 1.06, Austin Eckler 1.07, and Ezekiel Elliott with the eighth pick in the first round. And we are on the clock, and we're picking Travis Kelsey. Yeah, we're going to take Travis Kelsey. Uh, The one thing that I want to talk about with these first couple of picks here is Saquon Barkley. There are a lot of people who like Barkley and I'm, I like Barkley, but I don't like him more than Dalvin cook. I don't like him more than Kamara. I don't like him more than even Derrick Henry. So 
or uh, Devonte Adams, honestly. Um, that's more of a debate, and that's more of a personal preference. So I think I would rather have Devontae Adams, but I know people are going to be crazy about drafting the running back. And just based on this, these first eight picks, we're looking at seven of those eight being running backs. So this team that took Devontae Adams, it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, what that team looks like. And this is, this is like, you know, doing two science experiments, you know, at once, you know, you see Devontae Adams being taken at the one Oh, at the one Oh five we're up at the 109. So we'll be able to see what that team looks like as well. But for us, we are going to go and take Travis Kelsey and we're going to see what this team looks like. And by the way, we should, I don't know if you had said this, Adam, if you did, then I apologize, but this is a 10 team draft. Okay. Did you, did you say that? I think I did, but it's good to reiterate. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure this is, this is a 10 team PPR draft. I know you said PPR. I'm not sure if you said 10 team, but okay. reiterating the point. 10 teams so yes we are going to take travis kelsey so we're going to lock that in and oh interesting okay so there's a little interesting feature that they this. have on fantasy pros now where it tells you if it was a reach or if it was good value or anything like that that's actually very 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 interesting i, I actually kind of like that so yeah this is this is the best part about this is because well, first, let's go into the picks. So we picked Travis Kelsey at 1-9, one, 110 yep. was DeAndre Hopkins. And to begin round two, 201, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that sucks. That Which sucks because is... I wanted Jonathan Taylor there. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Jonathan Taylor more than, I, more than I like Nick Chubb. But, I mean, Adam, if, if we're looking at the running backs that are available here, it's Nick Chubb, it's Aaron Jones, and that's left out of the tier two running backs, according to Fantasy Pros. Then it's you're looking at the tier three guys: Mixon, Swift, Jacobs, Sanders, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, Gibson, Dobbins, Acres. So basically, here it's between Nick Chubb and Aaron Jones, unless we are embracing going to embrace the zero RB until like round three, round four, and we want to start with a Gibson, a Dobbins, or an Acres personally. I don't mind going the zero RP strategy for now. Um, I like the receivers that are here a lot. So if you want to take Chubb, I'm okay with taking Chubb. But for me, I would be okay with taking a Diggs or a Tyreek Hill. Honestly, I like – it's interesting. So there are good options later in the draft uh, at running back. Mm -hmm. But I think that – just going by how this draft is going so far, I think a lot of those options are going to are going to be off the board sooner than we think. Yeah, but this is also a good opportunity to um, to kind of test it out and see where it goes. So if if we want, what we could do is just because I don't want to take another chief, I don't want to take Tyree Kill. That's no fun. So what you could do, one of the cool features on on Fantasy Pros as well, is you can make a pick, and then if you don't like it you can go back and undo the pick. So if you want, you want to take Stefan Diggs, and if we don't like it, we can undo it and potentially take Chubb or Jones just to kind of see what it would look like. Sure, that works for me. Okay, so we'll take we'll take Diggs, and we'll see what we're kind of left with in the third round in terms of running backs that are available. I can tell you right now, uh, based on the run that just, that just happened, I do don't mind the running backs that are here. I, I don't mind them at all. You know, actually, you're kind of right because I like Josh Jacobs a fair amount. Miles Sanders is pretty is pretty solid as well. Um, it didn't see. It's interesting because this because the second round was very wide receiver driven. So yes, we picked, nobody's surprised, right? So we picked uh, Stefan Diggs at at the at the second pick of the second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, 203, Nick Chubb, 204, Tyreek Hill, 205, Michael Thomas. Interesting. So you have Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas stack. Yep. Uh, 206, DK Metcalf, 207, Aaron Jones, 208, Calvin Ridley, 209, DeAndre Swift. And apparently the guy at 210 is trying to experiment as well because Patrick Mahomes. 
hey, if you tell me Christian McCaffrey and Patrick Mahomes are the two guys that you're going to start with, I would say, you know, that's not too shabby. And then with 3-1, look at who we ended up picking. Yeah, 3-1, you had George Kittle. That team is stacked. Oh, my God. Uh, 3-2, Allen Robinson. Pick of the draft. Pick of the draft. Future New York Jet, Allen Robinson. Ugh, don't remind me. Uh, 303, Justin Jefferson. 304, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Stinky. Yeah, 305, Keenan Allen. 306, Joe Mixon. 307, Darren Waller. So all three of the top tight ends went off the board in the third round, by the third round. Uh, And 308, Julio Jones. Now we are on the clock with a lot of different things that we could do a lot. And I think this is a very, very good spot uh, to potentially be in. Um, We could take a running back. I think it makes sense to take a running back, but I am a fan more so of the Gibson Dobbins acres group than I am the Jacobs Sanders group. So what I'm thinking we could do is take a receiver here, take A.J. Brown or take Terry McLaurin or even like a Robert Woods or a Mike Evans. Take a receiver here, go Kelsey Diggs, a receiver, and then when we come up on the turn round four, maybe take a running back because we could do a whole bunch of different things here. Well, I think you're kind of right at this point where running back is a lot deeper than we thought in this draft where people, at least right now, where yeah. we can wait a fair amount of time to get somebody like a Gibson acres Dobbins. And like, there's so many wide receivers available also. Yes, I would, I would agree with you. And I think the best way to kind of do it is like you said, Adam is taking that receiver taking one of Sanders or Jacobs, depending on who was there, and then hoping that we come back around in round five that we get a Cam Akers, Gibson, or Dobbins. All so right. I'm I'm in favor of going with whatever which way you want. Um, I have A.J. Brown significantly higher in my ranks than I do Terry McLaurin. So for me, A.J. Brown would be the pick. Arthur Juan Brown should be the pick. Arthur Juan Brown should be the pick. Okay. So we will take Arthur Juan Brown. Oh, okay. Well, that's fascinating. Yes. So at 310, David Montgomery was picked. Mm -hmm. And to lead off the fourth round, Antonio Gibson. We're up again. Yeah. So this this is now an interesting spot because... Obviously, I love Cam Akers. I love Cam Akers. I would take him in a heartbeat. But do I love him enough where I would make him my number one running back? Where you have Jacobs and Sanders here who are more proven things. Um, I don't love Sanders. I don't love him. I I like Jacobs better than Sanders. I like Jacobs better than Sanders as well. So really it just comes down to do we take Jacobs and hope we can get Akers or do we swing for the fences and take Cam Akers? I think we should take Jacobs and hope we get Akers. Okay, I'm, I'm like, good with that. Because like you said, I don't think Cam Akers at this point, it, it might change in the middle of the, of the 2021 season, but I don't think at this point he is like, he's comfortable. I would be comfortable with him as my number one running back. Yeah, I I agree with you. So we will we will just end up taking uh, Jacobs. That good with you? Yep, because it's still right. kind of a committee there in in Los Angeles. Uh I don't know about that. To be quite honest, uh, I think okay, okay. As they say, as they said in the Big Lebowski, uh, new shit has come to light. Yeah, yeah, this actually worked out. It really did. Except we didn't get Kim Akers. Uh, it's okay. I like this yeah, better though. Uh, so at the 403, Chris Godwin. 404, Miles Sanders. 
405, Terry McLaurin. 406, James Robinson. I'm surprised hasn't gone earlier. Um, I think it's more of people just kind of protecting themselves from potentially James Robinson uh, not being the number one guy for the Jaguars next year because that is a very real possibility. I mean, what, like, what more does James Robinson have to prove? Well, he's an undrafted. He's an undrafted guy. He's not part of this new regime. This new regime didn't bring him in. They could bring in their own guy. They could. The Jaguars can very easily trade back into the first round, take a Travis Etienne, and bam, there goes James Robinson. Done. We've seen it before. Well, I guess if Trevor Lawrence wants that, oh, well, Urban Meyer could want it. Could want it as well. Yeah. So you know, Urban Meyer is not attached to to James Robinson. So he could decide to bring in his his own guy. I guess so. All right. So James Robinson went 406. DJ Moore went 407. Kenny Galladay, also a potential future New York Jet, uh, for, went at the 408. Kenny Galladay did. Cam Akers, our beloved Cam Akers, went 409. Not to us. My king. Uh, and Robert Woods went at the 410 to end the, the fourth round. The fifth round. Newly minted Super Bowl champion Mike Evans went at 501, Cooper Cup 502, Amari Cooper 503, T Higgins 504. People are very high on T Higgins, myself included. Adam Thielen 505, Deontay Johnson 506, Brandon Ayuk 507, and Joshua Allen. 508 and we are on the clock at 509 a couple things with with this round um amari cooper 503 i mean that is just one hell of a value i mean this this is a guy that was a thousand yard receiver last year with andy dalton being his quarterback for the majority of it yeah well let's see what happens with round let's see what happens with Dak. i mean if they're gonna they want to sign to a franchise tag i don't know i don't know what the do you know what the situation is if they if they really do want, I mean, obviously they want to get a, a long-term deal done. It's either going to it's either going to be a long-term deal or a tag. But basically, Dak is going to be on the roster next year. Just the question is whether he's actually going to play after the disaster that was this year. Yeah. Well. So J.K. Dobbins is here. Yep. I like J.K. Dobbins. I, I think that's the way that that we would uh, we would go. Um, before we take Dobbins. I just have a point that I want to make about this round. T. Higgins, the, the hype that is around Higgins, uh, the 504, I hate that. I hate that. Like, I, just, I just would not, I don't know, I really wouldn't take T. Higgins over a player like Adam Thielen or, or Brandon Ayuk at this point. Neither would I. Neither would I, and, and maybe this is more so me just being traditionalist, but T. Higgins, there's no sure thing right now in Cincinnati with the uncertainty surrounding Joe Burrow. And you're telling me that T. Higgins, while he had a very impressive rookie year and looks like a very, very good player for the future, don't get me wrong, we're taking T. Higgins in the same spot that we're taking Amari Cooper, who is a thousand plus yard receiver last year like what is happening this is this is a perfect example of just pure hype taking over here right exactly i i completely agree people are are it's speculation really yeah yeah it is it is all speculation based based sort of on what's been proven already that he is really, really, really good. Well, who but knows if he was even going to be the number one receiver in the offense. He if probably not, won't be. He probably won't Tyler, be. It's going to be Tyler Boyd. Well, right. And what happens if the Bengals go out and they draft Jamar Chase? Now you bring Jamar Chase in there. It's a three-headed monster. And people were saying, oh, I don't know if I really want to invest in Amari Cooper or CeeDee Lamb or Michael Gallup last year because, you know, you don't know where the ball's going to be going in Dallas. What? Why would people say that last year, but then be okay with investing in this offense where, by the way, the Bengals are going to stink 
They're going to stink. So if anything, be, you want yeah. to, if anything, you could have gone and invested in that Dallas offense with at least the theory that, that, that Dallas would be okay because they're a talented team. Cincinnati has so many holes on it. This is not going to be a very good football team. So if you want to go and invest in that, I mean, do so at your own peril. But I, I don't know. The 5 4 for Higgins is a little steep. It's a bit me. rich for my blood. Yeah. Yeah. For, for me as well. While I like him, uh, I don't have him in this spot. I don't. All right. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think it's just hype and speculation. But we picked J.K. Dobbins at 509. Uh, Wolf Fuller five, at the 510. That's interesting. Yeah, it depends um, on where he goes. Depends on where well, he goes. The Jets, the Jets seem to really like him a lot. And another one that wouldn't surprise me is Green Bay. If Will Fuller goes to Green Bay, that 510 is going to look like a steal for Fuller because a lot of people are going to overdraft him. Yep. Well, I think Will Fuller kind of has to prove it without potentially. I mean, hopefully he's not, he won't be doing any more uh, PEDs or anything like that in 2021. And he has to stay healthy. He's going to be suspended for one game. I think a lot of teams are not are going to be pretty wary of of a player like Wolf Fuller. Based not what I've heard. Not really? what I've heard. Nope. I've heard there are at least a dozen teams that that like Wolf Fuller a lot. Well, I know that the Jets were rumored to be interested in Wolf Fuller. So, uh, yes, the 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 three teams that I've heard personally, obviously the Jets have come through other channels and, and things like that. But the teams that I have heard personally are the Green Bay Packers, the Chicago Bears, and the Miami Dolphins in for Fuller. Well, if the Bears sign Will Fuller, then that means that they just – I guess they might just let Allen Robinson walk. Uh, he's the backup plan to Robinson, and I've heard that you know as days go by, it's looking more and more unlikely that Allen Robinson goes back to Chicago. All right. And then uh, at the 601, Mark Andrews kicked off the, uh, the sixth round. Well, what a drop off it is. I mean, you have you had Darren Waller going in at the end of the third round, and now Mark Andrews is being picked at the top of the sixth. Yeah, yeah, it's a big, big drop off around this spot. I think we're we kind of got a little lucky with the uh, with the Dobbins pick because now it's like you're getting into just a lot of uncertainty in in this spot. Um, we have our two running backs, which is good. We could pick a receiver here. The question is, which one do you want to pick a Juju? Do we want to pick a locket? Do we want to pick a Odell who I love here? Or, uh, yeah. or do we take a quarterback? Do we take a Lamar Jackson or do we take a Kyler Murray? Me personally, Odell Beckham here. I love i like Odell beckham here um it depends on where if he's going to be traded or cut or wherever but i think yeah i think Odell beckham's a solid pick i really don't like juju um there's now that it seems like there's uncertainty about about russell wilson's situation in seattle who knows what's going on there where he's like leveling uh le- or yeah i guess leveling Thinly veiled criticism of the Seahawks front office. I, I, you know, I think, I think that are people just bored? Is that what it is? Could be. Um, but he seemed to confirm that. He seemed to basically say, with his own words, that he was frustrated in what was going on with Seattle. But granted, there are a lot of things with that football team that need work. The defense, number one, big shock that the defense struggled, and it would, you know, Seattle could probably use one of their first round picks they have this year to go and draft a defensive play oh wait oh, oh wait oh that's what happens when you try and build i think i think jake said this on twitter whereas like that's what happens when you build or when you try to build around a safety mm-hmm. yep joe douglas is a genius thank you very much dallas for not doing that he's jerry, a genius gm of the year jerry jones that's um, it that would seem like something jerry jones would do that was trade two first round picks for a safety well, he didn't do it. He could have, but he didn't. He didn't. Thank God he didn't. So are we going to take Odell? It's a mini Herschel Walker trade. 
Mini and, Herschel Walker trade, yes. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Odell, that, that's the way that I would go. I think okay. Odell in the sixth round, that is unbelievably good value. Yep. All right, so we'll take him. I mean, and we'll we'll read this team off uh, just based on who we have after uh, after this round because right now, oh God, it gets wow, this it gets dry here. Holy Oy, shit! Oy, vaults. Yeah. So we have at running back, we have Josh Jacobs and J.K. Dobbins. At receiver, we have Stefan Diggs, Arthur Juan Brown, and Odell Beckham Jr. and a tight end, of course. One Travis Kelsey. It's not a terrible team. No, it's not a terrible team. There are uh, there are a ton of question marks though. Um, Odell, Jacobs, uh, Dobbins, maybe to an extent, but I think you know Diggs and Brown are, are pretty uh, pretty surefire. Um, but this is it's definitely not a team that I would personally draft. But that's the beauty of experimentation. Yes, it is, and I don't expect that fantasy pros are gonna give us a high grade on this one, personally. But we will uh, we will see. Um, Can you scroll up a bit? Surely. So six oh three, Tyler Lockett. Not a shock. Six oh four, CD Lamb. Six oh five, Tyler Boyd. Six oh six, Travis Etienne. Mm-hmm. Or Etienne, I think it's Etienne. Etienne, Travis Etienne. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 607 Kyler Murray, 608 TJ Hawkinson, 609 the precipitous drop off for Juju Smith Schuster ends here. And six at what spot? 609. Nice. Nice. Uh, six. You could have said the 6.9 to make it sound even better. 6.9. Nice. Nice. Uh, and 610 Juju Smith Schuster picked at the nice spot. at the nice, it's a very nice spot. It's a perfect spot. <laughs> ah. six, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> six, this six ten spot makes no fucking sense to me. Melvin Gordon. Well, if the rumors are true that the Broncos are going to look to deal Phil Lindsay this offseason, then I think Melvin Gordon could go up in in a lot of people's ranks. That's true. I'd hope that they would trade Melvin Gordon. You'd think. That's the I, weirdest. That's the weirdest thing. You you see your running back room of Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon, and you decide that Philip Lindsay is the guy that you're going to trade. Adam, we talked about this when Melvin Gordon signed last year. I know. What the fuck were they thinking? I guess that contract's just unmovable at this point. It made no sense then. It makes even lesser sense now. You're absolutely correct. And we both said it. We both said it. We're just like, what the fuck are they doing? Um, before we move into round seven. And I'll give a little tease for round seven. Corlin Sutton went the 7-1. I would rather C.D. Lamb and Cortland Sutton, where they're going, versus T. Higgins, the 5-4. I, C.D. Lamb at the 6-4, I think is low. I think is low for him, personally. Well, considering what he did at the second half of last season with Andy Dalton at quarterback. He's a very popular breakout pick for for 2021 very 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 popular and he could do it he could do it um running the ball as well as catching he's electric and i know i know jake was on record jake and i had a huge debate about this uh during the uh, basement talk podcast where jake believes that cd lamb is gonna be the best receiver on the cowboys at the end of 2021 i wouldn't you know what i'm not it i wouldn't be shocked I, I told him, I said, you know, would I be surprised? No, but he also is not a big Amari Cooper guy, but he also, he's funny because he also had said that if the Jets wanted to trade for Amari Cooper, for offer a third round pick for Amari Cooper, would I do that? And I would say, hell no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do a third round pick for Amari Cooper. And he calls me crazy for not wanting to do it because Amari Cooper's not good. But you're saying you want him on the Jets? Yeah, I know. That's kind of weird. Yeah, like it, 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 the argument didn't make didn't make a lot of sense. I think for the that wouldn't make sense because the Cowboys traded a first round pick for Amari Cooper, and that was when Amari Cooper was at was probably at his lowest value. Well, it's it's more of you know just trying to get out of the contract, but you know there there is so much room for Dallas to get out of it after this year if they really really want to. But when Dak comes back, 
Dak is going to want to be throwing to his guy. And Amari Cooper, we've seen Dak and Amari have an unbelievable connection. So why why Dallas would want to get rid of that, I have no idea. If it's a matter of wanting to improve the defense, I totally get it. Uh, the decision-making in terms of signing guys to contract exceptions has not necessarily worked out for Dallas, but it's not at the fault of Amari Cooper. You can't just blame one guy for that because Amari Cooper has been really good. It's a very Toronto Maple, Maple Leafs problem that they have. Uh, yes, it is. Y- yes, it is. You could you could say that again. <laughs> Who is he's your John Tavares? Basically, he is he is the John Tavares? Yes. <laughs> um. All right. So seven one, like you said, Corlin Sutton. Seven o two, Hunter Henry. Seven o three, Chris Carson. Seven o four, Noah Fant. Seven o five, Lamar Jackson. 706 future New York Jet Deshaun Watson. I'm just kidding. I hope I'm not, but I am kidding for right now. Uh, 707 Brandon Cooks and 708 DJ Chark. I'm, it's just confusing. I don't know why people are so high on Brandon Cooks. Uh, because of for right now, he's the number one receiver for, for Houston. And at the end of the season, he played pretty well. But obviously, that will all change if Deshaun Watson's not with the Texans. Yep. Which is, yeah. Which, who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? Um, all right, we're up. <sighs> See, I'm torn between going for, for Dak here. But I like Aaron Rodgers coming up. Russell Wilson's still here. Justin Herbert's here. There are so many other guys that we could take for Tannehill's here. You can wait. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill is here. Tom Brady is here. Great guy. Curtis Samuel is here. Um, Curtis Samuel's here. What am I talking about? He's not, not a quarterback. I'm, I'm just spitting shit right, right now. Just talking to myself. Don't. I think Jamison Crowder, who is right next to him, is throwing more passes who threw more passes in 2020 than uh, Curtis Samuel did. You're probably right. You are probably right. And threw for more touchdowns. I think, Adam, the way that I would would go here, I don't know what you're thinking, is I would be going for a running back. And none none I really love here. Uh, David Johnson's okay. Uh, James Conner, probably not. I think for me it's between Kareem Hunt and Kenyon Drake. And Kareem Hunt for me would would probably be the guy. I like Kareem Hunt. All right, so we'll take are, we'll take Kareem Hunt here. You want to talk about precipitous drops? I mean, James Conner. Can I can I say something very quickly? Yes. Yes. Kareem Hunt was just taken at nice overall. Nice plus plus ten. No, he was 69th overall. Oh, because the six point nine is 59th overall. Gotcha but he was picked at the 6.9. Kareem Hunt was taken at the 7.9, but it was 69th overall. So in terms of at the nice position, in round nice, Juju Smith-Schuster. But at nice overall, it was Kareem Hunt. As Kobe Bryant once said, that is a yoga-level stretch that you just made right there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. All right. So at the 710, at the 70th overall pick, Mr. Anderson, Robbie Anderson, and at 801, Dakota Prescott. Great guy. Love him. Um, now, this is, this is a really tough spot. Well, do you like Corey Davis this high? No. I don't love Corey Davis this high. I like Devontae Parker here. I think here is even okay for someone like... What about Rojo? Um, Ronald Jones, the second. Uh, I like Drake more, if I dare even say it. But and it's you know like how, it's you know like you're comparing two Crocs of shit. You know how running backs are in Arizona. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, 
Jarvis wouldn't be terrible, but I don't want to invest in, in double Cleveland. My gut is telling me Aaron Rodgers, too. I think we should. I think this is a good pick. I think it's a fine spot for Rodgers. I do. All right. That's it is decided. It is done. Mr. Rogers. Mr. Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Mr. Rogers neighborhood. That's right. Okie dokie. So after Mr. Rogers, 803, your least favorite receiver, Debo Samuel. I can't stand him. At the that guy. At the 804, Russell Wilson. At the 805, Devontae Parker. Russell Wilson. Yes. 805, Devontae Parker. 806, Corey Davis. 807, Jarvis Landry. 808. Yes. I'm sorry. Could you say who went at the 8.6 again? I'm sorry. I, 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 I couldn't hear you. Corey Davis. Who? Corey. Corey Davis. You mean the best receiver in the league? That's an incredible value for him. Incredible. That is fantastic drafting. Not five minutes ago, you said, oh, maybe we should take Corey Davis here. This I don't like Corey Davis this high. It's fantastic drafting. We should be run off the air for not making that pick. Run off the air. Okay. Uh, the 807, Jarvis Landry. 808, Justin Herbert. 809, Chase Claypool. 810, Jerry Judy. And to kick off round nine, 901, Hinnian Drake. 9-2, LaVisca Chenault. 9-3, Miles Gaskin. 9-4, uh, Antonio Brown. 9-5, Najee Harris. 9-6, Marquise Hollywood Brown. 9-7, Chase Edmonds. And at the 9-08, Michael Gallup. I love Chase Edmonds at the 9-7. I, I, I like that a lot. That's good value. I'm surprised that Antonio Brown went this hot, went in the ninth round here. Yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised, um, but I think that's that's good enough. It's it's solid value. I wouldn't say it's it's super. I mean, are they going to bring? Is Tampa Bay going to bring bring him back? Like, I mean, Tom Brady likes him for some reason. I think they'll bring him back. I guess he's just attracted to assholes. <laughs> stop it! This Tom Brady slander needs to stop. Absolutely abhorrent. Um, I think this is a very easy pick. Uh, for me, I think we need a running back here, and I think David Johnson is 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 the guy. Well, David Johnson's a great running back when he's not when you're not relying on him to be a great running back. That's true. That's true. So I like that pick too. Yeah, David Johnson. I mean, he's he's going to be our uh, third or fourth running back, which isn't which isn't that bad. Ooh, he was. He was a steal, apparently, according to Fantasy Pros. Oh, that's that's excellent. That's excellent, Adam. Great work. And right. you know, yes, you know, here, I don't mind Fournette either if we want to just round out our running backs and just go heavy, heavy receiver for the rest of the draft. We could we could do that. Yeah, uh, but he most here is not bad. I mean, he's a New York Jet, though. I know you. I know you love him. He's great. Even he is almost quarterback proof. Almost quarterback proof. Yeah, I mean in the, in this offense, the new offense. This is not Adam Gaze. This is not your Adam Gaze led Jets offense. I think Jameson Crowder is going to have a, a bounce back year, and I'm not just saying that. I'll give you this one. I'll give you this one. Well, I'll let me just. Crowder. All right, let me just say who went. Uh, in the previous sure. two picks. So Curtis Samuel went at the 9-10, and then Rojo, Ronald Jones, the second, went at the 10-01. So go for it. All right, so we're going to take Jameson Crowder? We are taking Jameson Crowder. Sweet. I'm pretty sure Leonard Fournette's going to be here. Oh, never mind. I was about to say, I highly doubt it. Oh, it was a bit of a tight end run. Oh, my goodness, mate. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Uh, at the 10.03, we have Devin Singletary. 10.04, Raheem Mostert. 10.05, James Conner. 10.06, Cole Beasley. 10.07, Mike Williams. 
10-8, Tariq Cohen, 10-9, Leonard Fournette, 10-10, Zach Moss, 11-1, Sterling Shepard, 11-2, Ryan Tannehill. Scroll down, please. <laughs> 11 3, John Brown. 11 4, JD McKissick. 11 5, Johnu Smith. Johnu. 11 6, Dallas Goddard. 11 7, Devontae Smith. We got a little Smith, Smith on Smith. Smith on Smith action. Yep. And uh, 11 8, Evan Ingram. Yeah, and there's one guy on the clock here that makes so much sense, A.J. Dillon. Oh, yeah. This is such good value right now. Especially if he's going to be the number one guy. If there's no Aaron Jones, there's no Jamal Williams. A.J. Dillon as the number as like the number one guy in Green Bay. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's really good. That's yep. really, really good. I'm all for it. Let's do it. Okay. A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon, done deal. Value pick, according to Fantasy Pros. Speaking of Green Bay Packers running backs. Yeah. Uh, so Michael Pittman went at the 11-10 and Jamal Williams went at the 12-01. So we who are you, up again. Yep. Who do you like here? I think we need a receiver here. That's the way that I would personally go. We only have four receivers versus having five running backs at this point. So... The two guys that immediately jump off the page, at least for me, are Marvin Jones, T.Y. Hilton. I like Darius Slayton here. Um, if we're going deeper, I would say Christian Kirk would be okay here. But for me, it's between T.Y. and Marvin Jones, both pending free agents, by the way. Correct. Um, I think if T.Y. Hilton, you know, it's rumored that T.Y. Hilton could be going to Miami. I think that would be a great spot for him. Could be, yeah. Um, I, but I think, uh, I don't know. I think I like the, the potential more of Marvin Jones. Also, I don't know. This is a, this is a tough one for me. Well, I would say this. If T.Y. Hilton stays in Indianapolis and Indianapolis gets Carson Wentz, let's just say, would you like T.Y. Hilton in Indy with Carson Wentz, or would you like Marvin Jones in L.A. with Stafford playing third fiddle to Cup, to Woods, to Van Jefferson, Josh Reynolds? I think I'd I'd like T.Y. Hilton because T.Y. Hilton would be the set would basically be the number two or maybe the one B in Indianapolis to yeah. Michael Pittman. Mm-hmm as opposed to being like the third or fourth option that Marvin Jones would be if he signed in LA. I agree. And, and even T Y, if he, if he does go to Miami, which is one of the rumored spots I've heard as well for, for T Y um, he'd be the number two to Devontae Parker, which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world either. Yep. So are we in agree? Are we going to agree on this one that it's going to be uh T Y? Yep. All right, cool. T Y it is. And this is just basically now teams are filling themselves out. My guy. Wow. Right. The fall the fall from grace. Holy shit. Oh, we'll, we'll see that. So, uh 1203 Naeem Hines 1204 Tony Pollard 1205 Damian Harris. My boy, 1206 LaMichael Pirine. Love him. Uh, 1207, Latavius Murray. 1208, Marlon Mack. Talking about falls from falls from Grace. We're, we're going to see that. We're going to see that in the, in the next round, let me tell you. Oh, yes. 1209, James White. 1210, Philip Lindsay. And to kick off the 13th round, 1301, Marvin Jones. 1302, Tom Brady. Great guy. Love him. 1303, Joe Burrow. 1304, Jamar Chase. Uh, 1305, Benny Snell. Here, here it is. Uh, 1306, Le'Veon Bell. Yep. And there's a guy in two more picks as well. Jalen Hurts, 1307, and then Todd Gurley. 
13 over. Yeah. And these are two guys. Le'Veon Bell was a third round pick. Todd Gurley was a fourth round pick last year. Now look. 13th round. Honestly, I mean, Todd Gurley is like undraftable for me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's pretty much undraftable. Pretty much. Um, I mean, there's not a lot that we have to do uh, in terms of constructing this team. Um, I would say I would probably be in favor of taking another quarterback just to kind of round that position out. Would you so, want to get – but also would you want to get a handcuff for Dobbins and Gus Edwards? Well, yes. That's what that's what I was thinking we could do with this, this, this back-to-back that we have is take Stafford and then take Edwards in any particular order. Okay. I mean – Because I like Stafford. I like Stafford a lot. Okay. So take Stafford. Hopefully. Start. And there we go. Then we have Gus Boss. Perfect. Done. Well, Done hold deal. on. Okay. Take it. We got a B plus. So let's hold on. So um, after we picked Stafford, Matt Ryan was picked. Mm-hmm. And then Robert Tunyon. Yep. Uh, Gus Edwards was picked by us as our handcuff. And then Mike Gesicki, Darius Slayton, Hayden Hurst, Zach Ertz, Logan Thomas, mm. Cole Komet, Rob Gronkowski, and Mr. Irrelevant is Christian Kirk. I like, I, you know, I have to say, I'm not a huge fan of the team, but I like it. I like I think it. For, for a team that we experimented with and we just wanted to see what a Travis Kelsey in the first round team would kind of look like, um, this is not a terrible team. The one thing I also wanted to do, Adam, was, and I alluded to this at the top, I wanted to look at the team that drafted Devontae Adams at in the first round and see what that team looks like. So That wide receiver core is stacked, by the way. The wide receiver core is disgusting, but he has Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, Keenan Allen, James Robinson, his first running back taken. That's a big yikes. Adam Thielen, Travis Etienne. Lamar Jackson, Corey Davis, great pick, Najee Harris, Cole Beasley, Jonu Smith, LaMichael P. Ryan, Benny Snell, Zach Ertz. That is a lot of question marks at running back for me. That running that's, back, like, that's almost it, too many. It scares me. There's no sure value there. There's no surefire guy. There's no way you can really no. count on. No. I mean, who, who out of these guys would you start week one out of Robinson, Etienne, Harris, P. Ryan, Snell? I don't know. Fuck knows. Exactly. So that that's not a team that I would myself take. Um, how about this Lamar one? Jackson at quarterback also? And then Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Exactly. When you could have, when they could have very easily just taken Kareem Hunt. They could have more surefire taken, thing. Yeah. And even a quarterback, they could have taken Deshaun Watson. Who was picked right after. Yeah, they could have. Or Justin, or Justin Herbert, who was picked in the, in the round after in the round after also listen to this team. Now this, this is probably my favorite team coming out of the draft. McCaffrey, Mahomes, Kittle, Woods, Evans, Gordon, Sutton, Judy, Drake, Moss, Shepard, Lindsay, Marvin Jones, Christian Kirk. I like that team a lot. That guy probably got an A plus. I like it a ton. I mean, the first three picks are just all hits at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and even even with Woods and Evans in 4-5, that's not bad. It's super safe. And when your third receivers are a combination of, like, Corlin Sutton and Jerry Judy, you got, you like it. You got to like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I like that team a ton. I, I tell you what, I don't mind it. I don't like I don't like the depth at running back just because I mean if you scroll down a bit. Yeah, I mean his two he has he has McCaffrey, he has Gordon, he's got Drake, he's got Moss. I, I just think with McCaffrey, you know, you have a starter in Gordon or Drake. But I would say probably for him the more problem area is that third receiver spot. 
that would be where I'm probably the most concerned. Yeah. But even then, I mean, you have you have Mahomes and you have Kittle. I mean, Kittle pretty much is your third receiver. So you're playing in a four you're playing in a in a four wide receiver league. Yeah, exactly. But uh yeah, that uh it's very it's it was a very interesting interesting draft. Yeah, I mean I I learned a lot. I learned a lot and I think I mean taking Kelsey in that first round is not as bad as it seemed at first, but you just have to have certain things fall your way. And I would say I probably would not have liked this team if we did not get J.K. Dobbins at the five nine. Personally. Yeah, I can see that. I like it. I like our receivers though, and I like our quarterback. Yeah, as well. I, I I like the receivers a ton. I like the receivers a ton. And of course, the tight ends just just great. Yeah, the white whale. Yep. Well, I think this is great because they because as we were talking about this Travis Kelsey thing, it seemed like we were talk at least for me. I feel like I was talking myself into it and talking myself out of it, out of it, basically after every single episode. So it's good to see this in practice and just see how it actually yeah. works. Yeah. And again, you know, we'll be doing a ton of mock drafts over the course of the off season. As you should so, too. Yes, definitely. And now that you know that, um, that the fantasy pros site is up their draft wizard is up is completely free, um, you know, to use the mock draft simulator. All you need to do a pretty sure. I mean, Adam, I don't think even has an account. So I don't think you even need to register for an account to nope, uh, to use uh, the draft wizard. I do have an account. So um, I just have more premium features. I hate to sound, oh God, I hate to sound like I'm in the 1% like Adam who gets daily emails from the Associated Press. Ugh, oh, terrible. I need to take an acid bath. Oh, um, I'm, I'm Ed Birdsall. I'm part of the 1% that gets the advanced statistics from fantasy pros. And I'm Adam Castor, radio professional. I have multiple degrees from Hofstra University. I'm an award-winning journalist, and I get daily emails from the Associated Press because I'm in the one percent. Hey, here's—I don't have to pay for. I don't have to pay to get the. Uh, and he doesn't have to pay for it because of his status as a member of the one percent. He gets everything for free. Yes, but you you have to pay for your advanced elitist statistics. Of of course, because I because I am a minnow, I have to pay for my services. Unlike you, who gets them for free, because you are an award winning journalist with multiple degrees from Hofstra University and a confirmed member of the one percent. I think, yeah, I think it's just. I mean, maybe people have to pay for it. I think if you, I think just getting emails. Just getting emails, I don't think you have to pay for it. But if you want to use their actual wires, then I think you have to pay for it. You remember the 1%, Adam. It's okay. I don't need to see it. That's you fine. Can admit it. It's okay. It's, it's just because okay. I li- Are you just saying this because I live in Port Washington? No. you are remember- I'm saying this because you get daily emails from the Associated Press for free. Because I live in West Egg. You get daily emails from the Associated Press. 1%. All right. Well, anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes of the Fantasy Show, the Vanilla Basement Talk Podcast with Bert and Jake, the debate, especially the one that we just did about whether or not Tom Brady is the greatest athlete of all time. He is. He isn't. Michael Jordan Michael Jordan is. And probably always will be. You Jets fans are just sprained as the next. Whatever. Um, you can and you can also find the Quizvitational. All everything in the Basement Talk Podcast family is on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Please like, comment, subscribe, whatever you want to do. Leave us a five star review, whatever your platform allows you to do. Please do it. And you know, feedback is appreciated. And if you subscribe, you can be updated on when we release new episodes. So you can listen to it before anybody else and tell all your friends about it. True. So for my co-host Ed Birdsall, I am Adam Castor, and we will talk to you next time on the Basic Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Bye-bye.